Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. Just want to let everyone know Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com. Find Heroclix new and old at Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest Heroclix retailer. Save 5% on your order of Heroclix when you use coupon code Clickstoff at checkout. Merchant and pre order items do not apply. Shop Trollandtoad.com for all of your Heroclix needs. And if you like what you're hearing today on Clickstoff, check us out at Patreon.com forward slash Clickstoff. Uh, we really appreciate any support. helps keep the podcast going. Uh, and then check us out at Facebook.com forward slash Clickstoff, where we're having our giveaway this month, which is a brick of Captain America and the Avengers, including a Chase Thor. You can enter the contest one of three ways. One dollar and above on our Patreon. Uh, become a new YouTube subscriber on our Clickstoff YouTube channel. And the third way is to just leave a comment on the post per the guidelines. I think we're doing a favorite click style villain this month um so check that out uh so a dollar and above on patreon gets you entered into our giveaways five dollars above gets you entered into our discord server and exclusive hero clicks classes without further ado my co-host tonight is not jason but it is tyler play immortal hulk spees (laughs) we'll see we'll see and for the first time in a while, we do have a special guest tonight. It is Scott Cram Company Crampton. Hey! Have you was, actually, that close, uh, was that close enough, Scott? Was that like? Was yeah, that that's pretty good. I like that. I like that a lot. I, I was disappointed though. You said it's not Jason as a co-host, so it's been fun. Uh, but I was here only for Jason, unfortunately. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Jason had uh, Jason had daddy daughter dance tonight, and um, so it's fine. He made the wrong choice, clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, so tonight we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk with Scott a little bit, um, and then we're going to talk about some winning WKOs. Um, what you what you should or what we think you should be expecting for states in April. Which I guess is next month. By the time this comes out, it's February 28th tonight. So, oh, but I guess there is a, a leap year, Extra right? Day. So, yep. one more. Yeah. So this might come out in February. Um, so Scott, let's just uh, talk with you a few minutes. You've never been in the show, but you, uh, I've you're never pro- been in the show, and you've done like 2,000 episodes. Uh, I've yeah, never I guess been here uh, once. I think it'll be episode 125 or 126. Jesus, that is impressive. Um, I've been here for like four of them. I've been yeah, doing you, critical you, clicks, I think, like, at least a year longer, and you have, like, at least 35, 40 <laughs> more episodes. Uh, we started in 2016. May of 2016 is when I started. Maybe not. I don't remember. And it's, that's honestly tough. I have no idea when I started that uh, that stupid <laughs> thing with Kevin. Yeah. Oh, Kevin. I forgot about Kevin. <laughs> oh, my God. There, I, Not for nothing, but Kevin was literally the perfect odd dude to have on a podcast ever like i don't know if you guys ever heard the episode where he told the story of like how he was secretly dating like a cast member from a major show but she didn't want to tell anybody 
he just had endless things like that, and it was like perfect. It was oh, so wow. perfect. Yeah, the last time I talked to Kevin, he's on his he was on his way to becoming a CEO somewhere. Ooh, that's fair. Yeah, that's cool. Like, like he's just that smart. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Kevin is either actually at this moment right now completely homeless <laughs> or a multimillionaire. And I could and I hung out with him for two years and I have no <laughs> idea which one is more true. Could go either way. Literally no idea. <laughs> um so Scott, you uh, recently yeah. got into the Hero Clicks Hall of Fame as deemed by I the did. rock. Ooh. Yes, shockingly, I did get into the HeroClix Hall of Fame, uh, possibly on longevity. I don't know. <laughs> I asked somebody, like everybody else, I think, got in with a more obvious scenario. I, I We can't reveal the other two yet, but um, – and I think that I I kind of asked, like, why did I – which way did I get in? Because, you know, if you talk about, like – decade and a half ago i was definitely getting in for play and now i might be getting in for wacky i, I don't know uh you know but, you uh, a podcast show that helps a little bit yeah yeah so said the there, community. yeah part of it would be your media presence as well mm-hmm. i'd say you're probably the most uh f- i don't know how to but most um prolific in the media hero clicks player other than I say Besides Scott, well, yeah, I mean that I'm talking about within the realm of players that play at big events and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely the loudest and probably the most obnoxious. I would I would agree with that. And one of the oldest players at this point in time, like one of the people that's been playing the longest. Playing but yeah, I mean, it was it was honestly absolutely amazing. Um, being in the HeroClix Hall of Fame, I I had two major things. One, I was unbelievably touched, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, and I realized how much I don't care that it wasn't a thing just a minute ago. It would be <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, hey, Tyler, congratulations. You're in Scott Crampton's all-time greatest dudes uh, Hall of Fame. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're crying, but you're like, this isn't even real, but I'm just in something. Um, so they picked me. Uh, so that was the first reaction. The second reaction is I run a few other things and one of them is involving immersion theater. And I immediately called up my guy and I'm like, we have to do a hall of fame. You can just do <laughs> one. It's such a good idea. And literally next year we will be doing that. Like an actor hall <laughs> so, of fame or for your cast? Uh, like members? an immersion theater hall of fame, like people oh. at immersive theater and stuff like that. People are integral in the industry. We realized that nobody had been like, stamped a hall of fame for that so we're like let's do it yeah that's Um, cool yeah it sounds cool right but again it's all just kind of odd (laughs) but i think a hero clicks hall of fame is a brilliant idea because again there doesn't seem to be a lot to strive for for a player and then sometimes you can win stuff that's really prolific and then it doesn't matter later on uh fortunately that didn't happen i actually thought dan that was going to happen to you with the rock I thought in like 10 years or something like that, that you'd be like, well, I won two rocks. And they're like, what's a rock? Right. But, but that's not happened, fortunately. Right. Uh, but I thought when Howard started making that announcement, that's the direction it was going to go. Um, uh, but like uh, the Clickstathon. Do you guys even remember Clickstathon? I yeah, don't know so, what those words mean. So yeah, I, that was pers- the best championship you could get at one point in time. And now <laughs> if you want it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Yeah, so it was one of those things. I spent a lot of time looking up HeroClix history 
as I started to get into competitive play, like one trip to, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Origins the first year that we went in 2016. Um, Jason and I like went over every past world champion. Um, uh, if, um, from the modern era, right? Because that's where all the records were kept. There's not really many records of the Wizard World winners other than like you guys still existing. Um, <laughs> Some of them. Can I, can I just mention something about that? Would that be okay? Yeah, that's fine. The first Wizard World that I played in had like 300 people. It was like between two and 300 people. And... Wow. Yes, it was like HeroClix has is not at an all-time high. In 2006, 2007, 2005, that area had significantly more people. Uh, and the amount of wins you had to rack up to get into there, uh, I will always remember, I want to make sure I do this right, but my first championship I won, it was single elimination, and it started with 64, two rounds, cut to top eight. Wait. Am I doing that right? 32, 16, and then eight people in that round in that went 2-0 and oh and did not have the points in a single elimination tournament to go on. Wow. Dan, can you imagine how upsetting it would be if you went undefeated for two days and did not get into the top eight? Dude, that's just bad yeah. management. In, in <laughs> the Chicago tournament that George won, I also went undefeated in. <laughs> you were undefeated in another world. I went, yes, I went undefeated in the Chicago Wizard World that George won, and I did not make the top t- tier to play uh, in the same bracket George played in, despite yeah, that... never losing a single game and being a returning champion in that one. So they used to be very, very hard to win, and now that I think people view them as like a Wiz Kids Open or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's hard to imagine it, right? Because so this is this would lead into my first question. So you're right, right? Those things used to be really big, um, and they were a big deal. Uh, but I think for some of us folks that you know, you're talking about like somebody had started with like Chaos Worlds, been in the game exactly. for like eight, so far eight, away. Yeah, eight years yeah. now. So yeah, I might as well be talking about before the internet, Dan. This happened, right? Like Tyler was still in high school when you won. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, oh no. God, is that That's true? A, I don't know. When did you win? I won. My first championship was in 2006. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I was 15. <laughs> Am I the first guest that you made cry within the first five minutes, Dan? <laughs> um, Sadly, no. We typically we typically don't make people cry. Um, <laughs> okay. But that does lead me to my first question that I have for you. Yes. Um, so you've seen a lot of rule changes since pretty much the beginning. Uh, yeah. What is one old rule, inter- rule like whatever it is, one old rule that you would like yeah. to see changed um, from how it used to be to compared to now? Like so, like a rule that we used to have that could exist now, kind of thing, in a sense. Yeah, like uh, I have, like, I have a great one for that. I know what it like, is. Like 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 yeah, Cobb yeah. used to be ten range or whatever. Like yes, that could be an absolutely. example. Yeah, I know what it is. Um, 
Yeah, mine is going to be the rule that I pushed through so hard, and I pushed it. I mean, I can't tell you. Every day, I was talking to people at HeroClix. I was in Seth Johnson's ear. I'm like, you can't keep making these figures if you don't have a damage depletion modifier, which I definitely did not call that smart. I definitely said <laughs> something else. I'm like, if you're making free attacks, it has you, something has to happen. Otherwise, you're going to build these stupid, and they have these stupid unending combos. Um, of course, they were like a weird interaction, not just a single 50-point character that can just do it for whatever. <laughs> but, you know, Vulture right now would not be the same thing if he had a damage depletion modifier. And that was a rule that was not that long ago. And it was just simply, I think it was taken away for the uh, Heroclix 15th anniversary. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, with the new Mighty Thor rules, it went away and it came out right after the Heroes for Hire whatever kind of thing right yeah so that, that's one of yeah, the debut such a big deal um people were making five attacks with like a wild carding heroes for hire or something like that it was a long time ago uh but you could just you there was times where you would just literally be like oh i went first and that is game yeah <laughs> oh cool i, mean, I didn't I roll under like... three more than five times i guess i won and it would be stuff like that that was so damaging. So they started the damage depletion modifier, where it was just minus one to your damage if you did a free attack. And then Flurry was like immune to that. Right. And it was the second free attack, if you did more than one, with one character doing more than one free attack or something like that, was the wording I think. So that would be definitely the rule that I would uh, that I would hundred percent bring back. And then I would try to bring back a little bit more of the common sense ruling. Like, for example, back in Heroclix, things just kind of worked the same. Like, they wouldn't say, for example, like, if somebody's in stealth, you can re-roll them, but you can't outwit them. They would just be like, well, you can't draw a line of fire. And right now, just for the Colossal Retaliators, for example, if I roll Shape Change and Mangog attacks me, well, Mangog can't attack the first time, then can free attack the second time. If I roll Shape Change against Giant Girl, she can't do anything. And if I roll Shape Change against Dark Phoenix, she can just do whatever she wants. <laughs> so, uh, but then an incredibly similar worded, same character named Phoenix cannot. And that kind of stuff is madness to me. They used to say, like, well, look, I know how the worlds work, but the intention of the power was to work like this, and that's how it's going to work. And they used to do a little bit more of that, and I like that. Gotcha. I like the damage depletion. I think that could be that would. I, I like that. I don't know why they took it out. Really, like, I, yeah. Just doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to do stuff, but it didn't work. <laughs> well, it did. I mean, they wanted to do stuff like Vulture, I guess, and they did it. By God, they did it. Um. So who doesn't love getting vultured? I haven't yet, yeah. so. Uh, you haven't got completely vultured. You've got a little yeah. vultured. I got a little vultured. I was okay though. <laughs> Uni popping doesn't count as a KO, so it's fine. That's true. Vulture um, technically didn't kill anything. That's true. Um, so next question, Scott, are you uh, are you familiar with Mr. Chomps? I am familiar with Mr. Chomps. I even I think I bought a map maybe from Tyler of Mr. Chomps. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so Mr. Chomps, our nasty-ass wrestling alligator, uh, has not gone away. He's just been waiting for the next guest. Uh, I had some time to speak. With, I had some time to speak with him this afternoon, um, and so his his challenge for you, his question for you is: uh, Would you rather wrestle to the death 
Mr. Chomps Are Nasty Ass Wrestling Alligator or exclusively play the last team that Tyler won with until it retires. (laughs) And it it rolls as Tyler wins with different teams or stays the same. Okay, so play all of Tyler's teams. Wow, that's actually much easier than I thought. I've heard some of these before because I do listen to the show, and I've heard some of them where I'm like – Hmm, I don't think I could give up my daughter. Uh, but this one, I actually like a lot of Tyler's teams. Um, if you had said, yeah. like, your team, Dan, I can't play your teams. Those are, That's so not my play style. Like, one or two characters I'm so bad with. But Tyler tends to play, like, a minimum of five, but often 12. And so that's exactly why, my style. I don't know why you're so, saying yeah, teams, I would, plural. <laughs> I would learn to play with a whale. I don't know what I would do exactly. Um, because no, it has it to be the be... team exactly. There's no deviation. So when Tyler only plays with one map, like a dummy, <laughs> then um, you only can play with that one map. Yeah, I would. I think I would do it. I think I would do it. And honestly, I, I did want to ask about Chomps, though. If um, Is Chomps, like, when you say a wrestling alligator, is it like an alligator man who wrestles and then eats me, or is he like a normal alligator, but maybe bigger and used to wrestling men? Um, yeah, so he's a, he's a regular alligator, but he is bipedal. Oh. So. You used a word I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, means he can, it means he can stand on, uh, he can stand on his hind legs. <laughs> yep. Wouldn't have so guessed it, that's what that meant. Yeah. I was like, what's Chomps doing to me after he wins? <laughs> Yeah, um, so he'll eat you like a regular alligator would eat you. I would I would play Tyler's whales. I, I've actually always kind of wanted to play whales. I think it's weird when somebody wins worlds and multiple people don't play that team. I, I think, think so, too. Thank you. I think, I think it's weird that nobody's tried whales. I think it's weird that I haven't seen one iteration of Isaac's team out there. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know why. It, it's obviously a tier one team. Uh, like, Tyler's good, but not like... Or somehow craziness <laughs> happened, and yeah. you just always rolled crits. <laughs> Depends who you talk to, man. Yeah, I know. So I know. I'm not talking in, to in, in Tyler's <laughs> in Tyler's example. Uh, I think there's two things in Tyler's example. There's um, the amount of play time and practice that he's put in. Mm-hmm. So. He knows where everybody gets placed in every matchup. Um, and now Tyler's dice, I've played Tyler like a dozen times or more in actual events. Um, they skew higher than average. <laughs> it is yeah. impossible for dice to skew higher than average. There's a bell. That's definitely possible. That's definitely no, possible. Not- not over the course of hero clicks. Like how many times we roll dice, dice fall on a bell curve. Yeah. So when Tyler rolls below average, I win. When he rolls above average, he wins. I will agree with that. <laughs> um, that's fair. That's a good hero clicks. And I, I, I have the same thing. If I'm playing George and George doesn't have his headphones on, I win. <laughs> If George has, if it's headphone George and he won't talk to me, we have a Batman Joker relationship, and he wins more. If he lets me Joker him, then I usually win. Interesting. Yeah. That's very true. And, the, 
And then, like you mentioned, Isaac's team, and I, and I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, um, in that Asgard's storm changes the direction of how that team has to be played. So, like yeah, I said, Isaac could Isaac could probably whip our ass with it at any point in time, but the boxing ring creating a negative two. Um, to take advantage of that, right, you're determining the course of your play, right? So wherever you place that boxing ring, you're going to probably want to land there. So um, he didn't so go in the boxing ring as much as you think. I will say that. And I, I don't think anybody other than his father play tested him more. And like, for example, uh, he would play on what's not ancient hold, but the other one that has like a blood variant. I can't remember King, the name. The King's Tomb. Yeah, like King's Tomb. He he picks King's Tomb a ton. Um, so in a scenario in which Vulture or in a scenario in which Storm would be very prevalent, he's probably playing you on King's Tomb. Now, I will also say Isaac is often is so unlikely to play this team again because you know Astronomer is not meta anymore. He's like just outside. Or not tier one super meta, whatever you want to say. I, I think I, if I, I, I suspect Isaac will play Mortal Hulk, but I never know. Right. I mean, it's, so it's one of those things that, um, like, the pulse wave, the running, the good running shot pulse wave at Worlds was only like one fifty storm. Um, yeah. Of, no fe- of the of the Phoenix, the Phoenix variety. The LE, not the uh, not the Super Air Prime, because that wasn't legal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, Ban- Banshee's not that great in the no. format. Um, so so what Asgard Storm brought in was a lot of Black Adam, and we've seen a lot of Black Adam recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so he swiftness and sidesteps through blocking. So mm-hmm. he li- he likes King's Tomb. He likes yeah. uh, Ancient Hold. Um, so that he can, a lot of the times, depending on good swiftness rolls, can come out and then get to whatever team is hiding on Agent Hold or King's Tomb. Yeah, so yeah, and, Q's a lot less safe than it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. And dice manipulation, I just think, I think Windigo hurts dice manipulation a lot too. Just because there's so much attacking now. There's just so much attacking. Mm-hmm. I, I immediately thought dice manipulation was going to be the best thing in Hero Clicks, and it is not right now. <laughs> you you can attack like eight times in a turn. That's not unreasonable. That's yeah. really not. Scott, did you see the uh, the team we posted where you uh, you tank your own Ant Man and average fish and gain eight yeah. charges? <laughs> yes, I, I heard the podcast on that. Oh. Yes. That isn't that really isn't bad. It's not sane. Uh, I've been wondering if that's the direction you go with that. I kept thinking like, it like so. The thing I hate about Ant Man is, so if you're tanking, you end up tanking your average fish. No, you have to tank their Ant Man, and their Ant Man is going to have shape change super senses. Well, you right. out you uh, just senses I think, but you have an aim guy to outwit it. I think he had, yeah, I think he has. He might, ha- he might have both. I don't know. He I think sh- you, have that- a, you used to have at least one aim guy. No, because uh, the shape change doesn't matter because you have uh, the Venom Harness. Oh, with Vulture? Because, yeah, you would have the Venom Harness. That's true, that you'd have the Venom Harness with Vulture. Because that, that team just uses Venom Harness and then just eight charges to try to kill you. <laughs> yeah, and that should probably do it. 
How fast can you do that, though? I was trying to think of that. Turn, How fast? Turn two. Turn two. Turn two. If you win map. Yeah. Yeah. And then if is you that a, don't. Is it a theme team? Yeah, it's Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Rogers. Okay. Yeah. Is that viable? I've wondered. Uh, the problem is that you do have to win map, and you can do it on the Bifrost. Otherwise, you're just waiting on them to come up a little bit. Um, because you can also tank your own giant girls and the average fishes. Uh, uh, so, you, so you have like a four or five charge that you can do turn one if they move. I think I would call it like PJ when a map playable. So real quick for Ant-Man, because you, you guys know I love Vulture. And um, I don't normally like theme team, but I like crazy trickery. So um, Bifrost, so Ant-Man moves into the Bifrost and then is... So Ant-Man moves into the Bifrost, sidesteps into the Bifrost, and then the giant <laughs> girls um, carry him in. I'm sorry, sidestep, move up, sidestep him in uh, three times, I think. No, that was uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, he's the thing about that Ant-Man. He's he's shockingly good, and yes, he does have shape change and he does have super senses. So yeah. It's just a weirdly, shockingly good Ant-Man. Like, when you look at him out, you're like, five clicks, 30 points, shape change, super senses. Yeah. If he did something, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there yep. might be other ways to uh, to get him in there, but um, there was also... Uh, what was... Oh, he was... Uh, uh, Harrison sent me a version with Mystical and Blade. Oh, uh, God with uh, Alex Wilder, but there's no two-click mystical characters because Wendigos would get their stop-click because it's not damage from an attack, so Blade doesn't go through it. Uh, Wait, is it? It should be damage from an attack. No, it might be. I don't know. I have to think about that one. I just, he sent it to me in passing. Yeah. So so if, if a tank drop on the Wendigos and a Wilder... Um, would get past the stop click on Wendigo, then you could tank like f- more, and you could also carry in uh, Billies to the Bifrost to tank them, and I think you get like ten charges or something absurd with Blade. <laughs> okay. Wait, who is he? Who's he attacking first? Is that the same? Oh, thing you know what? No, no, no. That's the thing. So, um. Uh, Blade has to um, he has to attack that character for them to not use defense powers. So he's not actually attacking the Wendigo. He is uh, only attacking, he's only attacking um, Wilder. Oh, he attacks Wilder. That I, I wanted to know, like, well, I guess you have to. I keep thinking of. I'm, I'm like, could I just play Alex Wilder, and if I win map, <laughs> uh, well, you can do it non-themed if you have um, like Jean Grey and a. Uh, give him mind control with an object you can do it like that unthemed but that's a lot of points yeah, i was trying to think like uh carrying alex wilder in the bifrost a few times is reasonable um and then worst case scenario i have alex wilder that's not the worst character ever to have just randomly yeah um, the problem is that there's no just one click mystical characters that are low points i mean tri sentinel does work but he's 30 points so it's not <laughs> 
Yeah, for I me, know. I don't look at. For me, I immediately don't look at theme. I just try to. I, I never think theme. Um, but in this weird trickery case, I think theme would definitely be the need to go because that's right. the definition of of map. Uh, why does it have to be Aquaman? It ha- uh, like I keep thinking of because he makes generous. he makes well he, he he's low enough points that makes enough pogs. He can make four a turn, I think, right? Yeah. So like turn two, you're making you have eight fishes and they're autonomously swimming up there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah. This Sorry is probably. To beat that. Yeah. And are you you're in this theme? You're playing two Steve Rogers, basically. Yeah. What is it a plus? <laughs> what a time to be alive. I think it's an eight. <laughs> really like, what a time to be alive. Is this the best time to be alive right now? Like, I mean, virus is going to shut down the world, but we can play an Aquaman who generates average fish. It's like and kill them ourselves. Like it's a team we're talking about. It is. It, that is a madness team. That is. Yeah, a, the uh, madness team. If the uh, tank drop worked on the Windigos, the uh, mystical version's like a plus thirteen or fourteen. Because <laughs> it's like it's like Blade, Billy's Windigo Venom Harness. And that's it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I think the Avengers one's the way to go there. Um, it's a pl- what did you say it was, Dan? A plus nine? I think, I think, uh, eight or nine, yeah. Plus nine might be worth it, because worst case scenario, all you're really screwing up, like the only reason that team kind of sucks going second would be like, and you could go second, and the, that team could not be that aggressive. You know, that's Right, yeah, that's possible. Too. So it's possible that you still win even if you go second. That does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. I'm considering playing it, if I'm being honest. I really like it. I Wait a minute. Do the uh, – that's it. Do the – oh, the Lo- you can't play the Loki clones by themselves. That's annoying. <laughs> that's it. He doesn't have Avengers, does he? The big one? No, no he has a Mystical, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I could just play a bunch of random clones, that would be good. Uh, so there's Iron Avenger, but that's kind of assuming you don't get map. Uh, you could do the Penguin thing, right? But uh, that's not the Bifrost. Um, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. So. That's an interesting trick, though. Maybe I should play that and just, you know, screw the whole thing. Maybe I, instead of playing my Iron Avenger idea, maybe I just try to play the... Well, what, the penguin. How many does that give me if I lose one? One. Yeah, so I might as well play an Iron Avenger. But I've never considered dropping the tank on my own guy. But maybe I should. <laughs> I've never considered it, but I've done it on accident. I have too. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, I always play with Crimson Sage. He dies in a click. I could run my Surter up there too. <laughs> Kill my own Surter. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, Vulture, if you're playing Vulture, I feel like you should be playing the tank right now. It's so good, especially because you're playing Jason's. Yeah, I am. They're all good. Yeah, right now, current iteration that I was playing, I'm not set on everything, but my current team is Jason, Jason, Surter, Vulture, Ock Arms, Mr. Oz, WWE Ring, which I think is kind of almost mandated if you're losing map right now. Um, Jean Grey, Spectral Ring, Pocket Tank, and then, this is stupid, but Angel, I was trying to find a three-point student ID real quick that gave me Perplex. Beast is probably better. There's yeah. a stupid Beast that gives you Perplex. 
So I, I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe the Spectre rings. I try. I was trying to go on the side of Jason being more powerful than Vulture. Um, I like Harley too. You know, I've been playing around with those last points. Yeah. I've played a lot without the tank, and I really do love the tank for Jason and for Vulture. So. Yeah, I like it. And it, it, it I feel like if you're playing the tank, maybe you can take off the Spectral Ring, just because it can help it, you get around stealth. There's a shocking amount of times, like and, and, uh, I would say 80% of the time that I play this team, I am attacking somebody on my opening turn. Uh, that is what happens. And that's the only thing I'm trying to kind of balance, because the Akarms, obviously, if I'm going second, which I definitely am, that's not good. The um, So I'm trying to kind of find that balance. The Spectral Ring, obviously, equipping that is a turn, so I can't figure out that. So I'm trying to strengthen it in that first opening attack. Right, on your um, first turn. On my first turn. Like, my first turn, and I'm attacking. Because, my God, it like, literally, people are in my grill the first turn every time. And I can get to the back of the map with no sweat, so I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Sorry, so, Dan. Yeah, which, I, I'm which, taking over. I apologize. I'm no, no, you're fine. Yeah, this is yeah, good. Yeah. This is good discussion. So I think what you're what you're running into is why Vulture is so good themed, and you're running into the conundrum of offensive equipping is not effective on non theme or low theme. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that I should take the Spectre Ring off then and put on Harley so that I mean, legitimately, turn one Vulture is. If I was to play, let's say, Harley Psylocke, I could get Harley or Psylocke, kind of make that choice. I can get I'm a three perplexes and exploit weakness, or four perplexes and not exploit weakness, and be in your back row vulturing you. That's not bad. It's not terrible. It's not ridiculous. Okay. And then you've killed my vulture, I've done whatever I can to you, and now I have two Jasons, and next turn I'm going to Jason mind control you or something. With the perplexes still. Yeah, and then you have to deal with Surter too. So. Yeah, Surter. Who cares about him? Yeah, he's not good. <laughs> that is what lost me that WizKids open, though. I had a 13 attack Surter that just couldn't seem to want to hit. Six damage, <laughs> 13 attack Surter. And I'm like, yes! And then I'm like, I have th- two rerolls. How is this a no? And it was. It was a no. And, and it was. What did he let you retell on? Um. So he kind of was forced to just attack. He he pushed. He has th- he, had, he had Thanos Black Adam, which is, you know, he's. I, I think he, if memory serves, and he played it perfectly. He put in Storm, and obviously I could retell in Storm. But then he took out a Jason, um, because I have two Jasons, and Thanos can just, you know, snap one off the board with his free attack. So he let me um, attack uh, Thanos. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I if I Thanos and then uh, if I hit Thanos for six, and then I flurry with Vulture, even just Vulture being Vulture, I can kill him. And I miss the Surter thing. And then I'm like, oh, well now I guess I'll attack Thanos anyway. And I'm like, miss, miss. Or actually, I think I hit both of them pointlessly. And I'm like, cool. Well, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was just pointless so yeah uh but yeah it was all into the surter attack and my theory was just why don't i try to kill his you know if i can kill his thanos and i'm just dealing with black adam and it's vulture he had one token he was going to storm me again so something was going to die so 
a black, basically Black Adam straight up versus Jason and uh, Colin and Oz. It's not in a great matchup, but I was behind, so I thought it was my best option. Maybe I hit a shape change and then I win. Yeah, I like that team, the the Thanos uh, Black Adam team. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's shockingly good. Like yeah. shockingly good. You'd think it wouldn't be good, but it is really good. Did he use he used a Carnage, right? He, yeah, he used Carnage. I actually agree with that call. I've seen his other options, and nothing really makes sense. Probably the only thing I'd change on his team is I play a three-point Gene Gray. Um, he occasionally uses the five. He used the five-point one, five-point ID, just to be able to carry a sidestep with Thanos when he calls her in, which yeah. comes up once every five hundred games. Does he have uh, objects? Yeah, he was playing. Uh, he I think he was playing Soul Gem and Venom Symbiote. Soul Gem, yeah. So that's two seventy, two eighty, two eighty six. So he only has like three IDs. Yeah, we only have three characters. That makes sense. Okay, never mind. My criticism yeah. is withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, he can like, and you gotta remember that Thanos doesn't fly. So like mm-hmm. Black Adam swiftness out, then he can sidestep, land on his own Venom symbiote, equip that, then Thanos sidestep, holds the Soul Gem for a turn, or even Carnage. Carnage goes and gets the Soul Gem. Black Adam yeah. carries Thanos up after he equips and then you know black adam gets his thing then turn two you're ready to go that's pretty cool yeah i like that yeah dan can i ask you a question what would you change on my team do you like this team it's so it's very much not how you play and i'm curious what you think of it because to me i feel like when i present you this team you're like scott put a smattering of random fucking figures together no so i mean there is a strategy there right but there's a couple of issues, I think. Jason, you know, Jason has won stuff. Uh, yes. So, and not saying that the team is not that great, but it makes a lot of roles. And if you're mind mm-hmm. controlling, uh, let's just say you have your Jason at a 14 attack and he goes and hits a whale with a 10 attack, and then the whale can't hit shit because it's got a 10 attack. Um, you know, that kind of sucks. Well, I guess- so that uh, happens a lot, and I will say that, like, that's why I was thinking about Spectre Ring, but again, usually I can't do it because they're, you know, I don't get that. That's me attacking in my second turn. So, right, so you got to think, do you want, like, so for advice, right? So it's like offensive quipping teams that are unthemed need fill. Yeah, if I'm playing, like, Tyler's team, I think it's definitely a vulture. You know, Tyler's team is definitely more... You know, un- vulture unfortunate, and I just try to get – I can get to the back of the board and kind of rattle through his, you know, assertors and stuff like that. Um, well, so his fir- – so like uh, – so you get what? Jason, Jason, vulture. Surter. Um, sorry, let me look at it again. I have – I've played a lot of small variations, but the core is Oz, Jason, Jason, vulture, Surter. And then the WWE ring. Those things never change. Oh, and a Gene Gray call in. So, so those things never really change. So why not just take out one Jason and put in a Gene so that Gene can call out Gene and then you're doubling the amount of offensive perplexes that you control? So the as reason it, as that in, I... As in I, you can perplex up Gene's attacker damage so that your attacker that you're mind controlling is at least one good one. Are you saying that Gene – wait, did Gene have Reflex or something? What am I missing here? No, you, you because – so if you attack a character on their team, right, there's no guarantee that it's going to be higher than a 10 or an 11. 
but you can put some of your Harley or, you know, just the perplex you have on the board into um, Gene's attack or damage. That's true. I definitely, uh, I don't play it offensive with Jean. I almost assume that she misses because, you know, she has an 11 attack. How can 11 attack hit something? Uh, you need a it's 14 not, it's not an It's not an invalid statement there. <laughs> uh, I like that idea. I will tell you my pros and cons. I think it's a better Jason build, but it's a worse Vulture build. So obvi- I think Jason's better with, you know, obviously the two Jean Greys are phenomenal. Uh, they go different directions. They're in your grill. Like, you they know, blow they blow up. There's so many great things about the uh, about both the genes. The problem is if I'm vulturing, though, I don't have perplex on my team. So Jason can call out a perplex and then, you know, call it a Harley. So I'm plus three. But if I have two Jasons, I can a lot of times, not all the time, but if I'm attacking turn two, then I can have. You know, he can call it five perplexes, right? He can call it two perplexes, each Jason, and then I also have the um, call-in perplex as well, which sometimes can be Psylocke, so I have exploit. Sometimes can be Harley, so I have the double perplex. And I guess, so that, too, since it's, unthemed, since it's unthemed, are you playing Skull Camp? Um, no, I've been playing... Uh, what, what does Skull Camp do? What am I thinking? I've been playing... If I can on theme, I've been playing Avengers Assemble. What does Skull Camp do? Uh, so Skull Camp, if you lose map, the consolation is your opponents get negative one to mind control... Negative one defense when attacked by in-cap, mind control, or TK. You son of a bitch, that's really good. <laughs> that is and, a very- the map is called Skull Camp, and the um, bonus is called Keep the Trains Running. That's what the keep... I've never even... I knew what Keep the Trains Running is, but I've never seen anybody play it if they're going to lose map. That's yeah. clever. Poison Carriers Modified DM minus one when targeted by Mind Control and Cap or TK. That's not bad. That, no, it just got to be aware that it isn't um, enemies, so it does not work with your Gene Gray. Yeah, but whatever. But it's still That's still... That's interesting. Yeah, still good. Still very, very good. Yeah, it was played a lot during the popper uh, states. With um, Onslaught. With Onslaught, yeah. That makes sense. I just played a popper in one, and I uh, should have played that. I, I tend to decide with the five-point re-roll of Crimson Sage, and right now I don't have either because I'm desperately trying to min-max these, like, 20-some-odd points and figure out, like, is it... Is it the tank? Is it the Spectre Ring? Is yeah, it that's the hard part. Three the or last four call-ins. Yeah. Is it two or three call-ins? Do I downgrade from Surter? But Surter... I don't know if anything's actually more scary to people than Surter. Yeah, I like Surter. Um, I don't know. Yeah, has I that ever like done well for you? Mangog is Surter. <laughs> Mangog is Surter, too. Yeah. yeah. Surter is technically a little scarier than Mangog, but I think Mangog is... I don't know, they're both really scary. Have you thought about going with um, Dark Phoenix? Because she can, I mean, you can just buffer up an attacker with her. I like that. I mean, that's even less points, though, that I have. <laughs> You're yeah. not wrong. Uh, that's, you know, yes, I do think that Dark Phoenix is a, a definitely a playable option. And right now, if I looked at it, I, I don't know, which would you be? It's always like the, I'm going to kill your vulture. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm on the other side of the board. And you have... You have Surter on the other side of the board and Vulture on one side of the board, 
and I either have to, I have to do both. I have to, it's hard to be in both. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. It's hard to attack on your square three and then also hit on their square 23 in the same exact turn. Right. How often would you say you get Surter off? So if I played 10 games, I've won with Surter twice. Like okay. one because of Surter. Mm-hmm. Um, then the question is how many times does Surter die? And it's very valid. Like I just played DJ and it didn't matter at all. Surter was just dead almost instantaneously and it was kind of pathetic. Yeah. I mean, which happens sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends then. So you, you have other options, right? So, you know, Magneto can get you another square. Dark Phoenix can attack other things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can double down on, like, Carnages, and that frees up five points. Yeah, that's um, true. And Carnage is very good. Carnage, I don't know, super underrated, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not for me, but... <laughs> Fair. Um, Fair. you got to think that you also have ten-point giant girls... Uh, that can attack other characters. Um, <laughs> there, I mean, there, there, there's just there's so many options. I'm, I, I think that for me, like if you're thinking about like, do I play this? Am I building up my team that I'm going to play for Nats? Which is kind of what everyone I think is thinking about, depending yes, on what comes what out I'm in what comes out in JLU. So. You know, if you think about how you're going to run, so I think about how I'm going to run that team up the ladder, right? So if my goal is to win, I know I got to make it through top four, top eight, top 16, top 32. And as I get higher in those brackets, people aren't going to let me surter. Very true. Very true. What do, like, what like so? I guess in your case, Dan, w- tell me what you do. So I'm, I come over at you. I vulture you. I don't like pop your uni or anything like that. But maybe I take him down a little bit or something like that. Or maybe I'm on his last click. Uh, so I'm on in your starting zone. Mm-hmm. Do you attack my vulture or just like, or, or do you come across to attack the sert or what? What no, do so I? So yeah. like in in your in so the example right so you didn't pop uni because I rolled a shape change or something and sure yeah so I got him down a little bit so it wasn't like nothing happened but like you know nothing like you're still okay right so my lockjaw would wouldn't have any tokens at that point because I don't talk token lockjaw turn one mm-hmm. um, so in that example it's a pretty simple lockjaw um, I'm sorry uni picks prob. Um, I call it Storm. Uh, I make her five damage if I can knock you back into a wall. Six damage if uh, I need to one-shot Vulture. Uh, running shot, single target, pulse wave with a prob. Uh, Lockjaw picks TK. TK's uni outside of five squares. Storm poofs. You don't get her. Yeah. That's okay. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the call-in at that, yeah. at that point. So then you call in it, that. So maybe, maybe Surter's like wasted. Done, it's, like, maybe, it's like I've done that before. No, I you you know that shit. You know your team, man. You absolutely know your team. I forgot to ask if I was allowed to swear or not, and I know I accidentally did at least once or twice. No, you're you're fine. So uh, our thought is we don't uh, we don't get rid of Surter. Yeah, we don't no. we don't intentionally swear, but if it comes up, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I, maybe your best bet is. Maybe your best thought is Sir, Carnage, Carnage for Surter. 
that's an that's a very reasonable idea. I get Freeze one ID. Freeze up a lot of points. That is a lot of points, and there's and then so one many of the, things I want to do. And then so like I play skyscraper Wonder Woman now, and you know one of the most one of the greatest things that have been since Carnage and like skyscraper Wonder Woman was released is a colossal with sidestep. Because if she picks up a single base in front of her and moves her back, you know, that's like three squares, you know, or more. Right? So she sidesteps two grabs in front. That's like a five square move. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Dan, can I tell you what I was going uh, what me and Tyler talked about? Because we reviewed your team because you submitted it. Can I tell you what my advice for your team was? What's that? You are not going to take this advice. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, take out, make it non-themed. Okay, you're right. So to make it non-themed, take off Flora Flora and Skyscraper Wonder Woman and replace with Mr. Sinister. Um, so... And give them essentially no points. Yeah, so that, so there's a couple of thoughts. I've done that before. I know you have. You've done (laughs) all of it before. Yeah, so in summer, so specifically it was summer of... Summer of 18, I was doing Lockjaw, Uni, Mudman. Yeah. And the the issue is that there was no call-in retail at that point. Um, so it was just a constant. They would focus fire on Uni without having repercussions. So if I was yeah. to do that now, I would make sure that I could call in Phoenix um, or an Iceman. Uh, that makes it a little more palpable. I'm actually probably thinking about doing Uni, um, Uni Magneto, Sinister, um, three henchmen, uh, something bad. like that, so I can get six IDs and then have my, um, actually, sorry, two Eternals, six IDs, um, maybe a retail in there. Uh, it all depends. So I'm still working out that kind of version. I've been working on that this week. What about replacing Uni with Jason Jason and then putting on a vulture? <laughs> it's maybe after retirement. <laughs> Solid. No, I would be disappointed if you didn't play Unimine for Nationals. You're, you deserve to retire that piece. Oh, man, I feel like that piece has been in the meta for five years, man. Yeah, I actually – I didn't mention this. I won the uh, 2007 World Championship with Unimind. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I would yeah. not doubt it. So, no, this is good, Scott. I like this. this is, yeah, it's uh, fun. Uh, Cersei came out in critical mass, so it is technically um, feasible and that eternal. you did that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's probably a lot of good options for Eternals and Golden. <laughs> there, there is because none of them had keywords. You just be like, he is an Eternal. <laughs> no, they, they, uh, they have a spreadsheet or like a sheet that they yeah, uh, give yeah, keywords to everything. That, yeah. yeah. There's actually, um, oh dang, there's no, there's no count, but there is like, I think 15 or more Golden Age Eternals that you could play. Yeah. So. You, Uni would literally have like eight perplexes. <laughs> I uh, back then the scary part was not map. Map was you know important, but like there wasn't it wasn't that important. What was really scary is what battlefield condition you still have. That Those was terrifying. Fun. 
Oh, my God. Uh, Because you had to keep them secret and nobody knew what was left. And you get to the final round and you just have what's left. And I was never a hold it for the next round kind of guy. So I had, I think, nothing left. And I remember asking Steven on the way up to, like, playing on the main floor of Gen Con. I'm like, what do you have left? And in my head, I'm like, please not poor teamwork. Please not poor teamwork. He's like, poor teamwork. And I'm like, no! Wait, you could only use them once? Yeah, you could use them once per uh, per tournament. And you had had crazy. Well, otherwise, you would just ordinary day. And just be like, battlefield conditions don't exist. So you're allowed to have one ordinary day. You had to have one blank spot. And you could have one per round of a tournament. And one round had to be blank. So that's how they used to be. And I, I, I've I, always believed... through them all. Yeah, my belief always was that don't save anything for the next round. And like people, smart people like George would be like, this opponent is easy. And I'd be playing like a four-year-old who like has a hero click <laughs> in their mouth and I'd be like, my best battlefield condition. Suck it. Yeah. Suck. Huh. Like it. So that was interesting. So yeah, I never really knew that you could only have a stack of them for the day. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, like, because yeah. why didn't everybody yeah. just play ordinary day every round? <laughs> Now we know. Yeah, there was a time where I think you could play. I think you could play two. My memory's a little foggy. They they printed three ordinary days in total. Mm-hmm. I do remember paying like I think a hundred dollars for a protected ones. Oh my god, dude! I was yeah That's when those flex. came out. I was like fourteen, um, mm-hmm. and I liked my extraordinary day because it was cool. It had cool art. I got to crit more. <laughs> I was uh, smoking five packs a day and, uh, you know, talking <laughs> about taxes. Me too. Yes, so let's um, let's talk a little bit about some of our listener questions. Um, and this kind of goes into what we've seen in WKOs and what we expect for states. Um, Rick Ryan writes in, where is all of this meta-busting Ultron dominance do you think people are sandbagging their competitive Ultron builds until Nats or Worlds, or was he just overhyped? I don't think anybody's sandbagging anything. I think people are just testing stuff right now in WKOs. Uh, we've seen Ultrons, like a couple of them. They've made yeah. top cuts. Yeah, we've seen Ultron top cuts. Um, what do you think, Scott? Is it, do, you, uh, do you play a prob with a 14 attack, Scott? Um. <laughs> Well, I do. I play okay. prob. I'll play a prob. I'd play seventeen prob characters. Um, I don't think Ultron's good, like at all. Do you what? Yes, I don't think he's a tier one piece. I think he is like a. If I play, if I see an Ultron across from me, I am thrilled and I view it as almost a definite win. You're insane. I am insane, but I will <laughs> tell you this. I just. Um, uh, like here, here's a good example, right? So I was playing a can't die. I was playing a can't die team. He picked map, uh, or a bunch of different stuff happened, right? And I literally just, I had an extra charge. I charged Ultron. I had two charges. I charged Ultron once. I hit him uh, to his, you know, whatever stealth click or something like that, stop click. And then I just used my extra charge to run away. And he's like, oh no, there's a wall. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, that's true. And so, like, once he, he he's not very mobile. 
He's like, you could make an argument that he's hard to kill, but he's definitely not harder to kill than a mortal Hulk. You could make an argument that he, that mind control thing is cool. And yes, it is. I played a Captain America thing thinking Ultron was the bomb 400 point Captain America. And I played a theme masters of evil. I played two Ultrons and got my butt handed to me by children. I did not think he was very good. Now I was playing him on his 50 point dial, but like people just go and immediately kill Ultron first. And I'm like, uh, I hope I can survive with my Melcher or whatever I was playing. I don't remember, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't think he's that good. And I, you know, you can, easily nothing on him is guaranteed does that make sense and if you're trying to just call in cool stuff everything that you want to call in is 85 points right uh so who cares about the extra 100 right so and he's not that hard to kill he is hard to kill i actually like captain marvel significantly more than ultron and i think captain marvel has guaranteed stuff that definitely works and about the same amount of stop clicks i can't remember she has the same amount she's one click less but yeah, so I, I like her a lot better, and I think that a lot of times you can just be like, oh, I didn't uh, – I got you with the mind control thing. Oh, you rolled out of it, and now we're good. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see where you would come from on that. I like that. Um, but what I think is important for folks with Ultron is that the Ultron, Magneto, Sinister, Tri-Sentinel team with IDs um, – is a standard thing that you need to know how to beat. Yes, absolutely. Sure. And that's the thing I beat and I thought was so easy to beat. <laughs> right. I mean, it depends, right? So if they let you have a ch- – if so it, it comes down with Vulture, right? If the player in that situation allowed you to uh, flurry onto Sentinel and Ultron and then you built a charge, tagged him – then flurry, tagged him, tagged him. Um, then that's a problem on their end. Fair. I just ignored Ultron. I just moved around. He'd like walk up to me and be like, "I'm gonna move." And that was kind of what happened with Ultron. Mid mid dial, Ultron. I mean, Ultron only has one click of running shot. Now there's probably better players and there's people that'll be savvier on it, but like. Why can anybody describe to me why Ultron is better than Immortal Hulk and in what way? Yeah, I mean he's not, but he but he is in the pantheon. People will play him, and you need to know how to beat him. But Dan, which would you be more excited to play against, Ultron or Immortal Hulk? Which one do you hope to not see against you more? I mean, just in a vacuum, like yeah. at, at in a three hundred point team. Yeah. I mean, if a Hulk's themed, then that's a problem. I'd rather not see Hulk themed, but if it's like unthemed, if it's monster themed Hulk, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I think yeah, I keep getting more and more sold on Immortal Hulk. He's really and good. Jason. I just learned from Devin that uh, Jason he can mind control, and I, I feel dumb saying this out loud, but I didn't realize he could mind control repeatedly from the same exact target. I thought he had to chain it. I, I, you've been playing this for a month. Yes, I have. I played it for a week and realized he couldn't be outwitted. Like <laughs> his card goes on for endlessly. Did I feel you like also if I just learned he could remove tokens from himself too. Yes. 
<laughs> he's the best. Like he's the gift that keeps on giving. I can't wait to find out that he can stop Unimine from popping. <laughs> oh no, it's in the car, Dan. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to replace figures. It says right here in Jason Wingard's seven-page card. Subsection two, yeah. Subsection. I agree with that. He does like it. He does so much. I'm an um, engineer. I'm an engineering. So um, uh, if he had a seven-page card, I would read every word and determine if he could. And uh, determine if he could uh, stop Unimind from busting. That's why Dan likes Unimind. Because <laughs> he likes uh, how, can, how much text is on the card. Yeah, yeah. And, and I cannot I cannot even spell engineer, and I think that might be true. You know what? I uh, I super sensed out of two pulse waves uh, in my WKO win, so that was exciting. Yeah, oh. that feels good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so uh, let's, uh, let's answer Richard Leo's question and... Uh, here um so scott you've won two sealed wkos this month um could you tell us the best pieces for seals and the uh best uh strategies to opening up chase thor and two shifting focus iron man <laughs> that's yeah, that I, so people want to know scott people want to know how it is so first off um, I actually do have some strategies. WizKids Open is becoming more of a thing. So what I did, uh, the mulligan thing is becoming a bigger thing. So what I did for the last one is I prepaid as if I was going to mulligan so that I would have time to, um, you know, if I needed to. Because oh, so everything, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, mulligan <laughs> is just part of it right now. You're just, if you're playing a mulligan, you should presume that you're going to mulligan. And if not, just sell it back, right? Or sell it to the person that's going to mulligan. They'll be, they don't have to stay in line. Um, so that's an immediate thing that helps me a lot. Um, if you're playing in a mulligan world, you need to have, and in this particular set, the rares are not amazing. Um, there's a couple amazing rares you can pull, but you're really trying for a super rare. So essentially, um, if you don't have a super rare in one of the packs, you just mulligan it nine times out of ten. Uh, now, I, I actually played um, in nine sealed Captain America events. Oh, my God. Uh, in preparation for the WizKids Open. So and you I, mulligan? Uh, I mulliganed in every one that I could, except for the very last one where I pulled War Machine Spider-Man, which I'm like, that's the keeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I won with a lot of different things. Uh, I beat Immortal Hulk like at least five times. Um, and I've seen a lot of people win with very... Uh, I think some of the things that people kind of forget is um, when you're playing sealed... Their re-roll is incredibly important, but if you don't have re-roll, the old man re-roll is attacking twice. So if you don't have the great figures, then don't try to build this dumb tent pull thing. Try to build six figures. Try to be like, I'm going to attack you five times. Uh, Maria Hill is an incredible equalizer in the set. She is a tier one piece that nobody plays. She should be played 98% of the time she has pulled. Um, she skip barrier skips people's turns and skips people's attack. If you're playing against a war machine and a lot of people will build like a war machine that hits for seven, well, that war machine is going to TK up and hit your barrier for a thousand. It doesn't matter. 
you can't do anything. And then you can do whatever you want and get in position. There's only one barrier piece, I believe, in the whole set with opening barrier. So nobody's going to play around that. Uh, theme is incredibly important in these. Uh, a shocking amount of people don't get to play theme. So you can beat uh, – a lot of times you can play a little lesser if you didn't pull well and do theme. Um TK, uh, Prob is number one. Prob goes on the team if I have to pull off Captain Marvel to do it. I will do anything to get Prob. So those are just my initial things. And then, of course, I, you know, uh, I always bring my own boosters that have a Chase Thor in them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, that, uh, you know, you're uh, you're on the podcast where, uh, you know, people take things for like to heart about that. Like, oh, Scott said it on click stuff. <laughs> Good. Call Let's me. go shots fired, bang, bang, oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the thing about, the one difference between me and most people is I can say about anything and nobody takes me seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I take you seriously. I, 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 I proposed a marriage to somebody the other day and they laughed that off. And I'm like, we've been dating two years. Nope. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. Okay. Let's see here. Don't they know who you are? Yeah, no. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't even know my last name. So I think I think that's some great sealed advice um, that has led into so Kenny Pena, uh, thanks for writing in Kenny. Uh, last week saw a huge uptick in player attendance for WKOs. What do you think were the contributing factors to this, and will the trend continue for the final week? Um, so I think that it was a so the sealeds last week were huge, and even some of the constructors were bigger than normal. Right. So you had a combination of captain. So if the last set of WKOs we had had ABPI. Um, ABPI at least had really strong rares. The uncommons and uh, commons weren't the strongest um, compared to like pulling a Spider-Man or something like that. Um, so, but Captain America has um, good figures from commons up. I mean, I got second in my sealed WKO with three commons and an uncommon. Nice. Uh, so, you, so you've got a set where you can play a, play a team that's commons and uncommons and do okay. Um, secondly, um, people are realizing that Deadpool the Duck's probably pretty good, and it's a Deadpool figure, as opposed to last summer it was Ambrose Chase, and I had to oh Google. Oh, my God. I, like, I can kind of guess who Deadpool the Duck is, you know, but if I have to Google who Ambrose Chase is, then, you know, maybe a lot of people won't be showing up for that kind of figure. I just literally gave away an Ambrose Chase, and I still have two more if anybody wants any. <laughs> yeah, I think I still have one, maybe two left. Yeah. I love how a figure can attack, like, seven times in a turn and still, like, meh. It's meh. It is. It just, it's, yeah. like, I thought it, it would was be a be really good. cool rare piece. I'll, you know, it would be a cool rare in a set that is themed with whatever Ambrose Chase is from. That'd be cool. But uh, um, I think a, another big part of it is that we've just had we've been in sort of a Heroclix drought. Um, these are the first big events since like, the last ones. Yeah, no, state, popper states, popper states, and popper states yeah, saw a good popper. turnout too. It did. Um, but this is like modern wise. Like there's been a few like Chicago had something. I'm sure Texas. I was always running events, but you know, this is the first, this is the big showing before States, before Nats. Um, I think that helps. Um, 
but sealed did better and that's i mean sealed that's probably just because anybody local will come for sealed you know any yeah, all your casual local players are going to come to a sealed they're not going to come to a and that's a lot like in i mean in cincinnati if we did a sealed wko we would probably get 15 people but if we did a you know a, a, a 300 modern we'd have like two so that that helps a lot as well yeah I will say that traditionally in like the theater world and the uh, entertainment world, the week after Valentine's Day is a popular day for people to not hang out with their spouses and significant others. So, (laughs) so um, but very true. Very true. (laughs) Dang. Um, But yeah, that's. That's why yeah. I think. So that helps. Uh, yeah, sealed's definitely it though. Uh, sealed will draw more. Uh, you know, it always will. Mm-hmm. I love sealed too. Sealed something is a special occasion when it's sealed. You know, it's uh, you can't just casually like I've never been like, hey Dan, want to quickly play a sealed tonight? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I, sealed is definitely fun. Well, I mean, I, Sam and I do that. That's that's our date yeah, sure. time. We'll, <laughs> we'll go buy some boosters and uh, play a sealed. Have I ever mentioned I'm deeply jealous of your relationship? That sounds like the most fun ever. That, that you like, <laughs> I hope you know how lucky you are. That is so fun. I oh, wish yeah. that was the thing. Uh, I think that the, uh, I, I 100% really, really like the um, ability to mulligan. I think that's a huge new thing. And I don't know if that's going around everywhere, but man, that is... It means that you can't just – it's so unlikely for you to just have nothing to play. Yeah, it gives people way more confidence to travel for events, I think. Absolutely. If, if Like if you pull – if you can if you can mulligan one booster and a booster of your choice, I just feel like you feel – you know, it's a lot less about luck then. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be able to put together something as a good player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you mulligan, pull a Chase Thor. Awesome. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, just based on uh, just is probably just a guess because I don't think any of us know. Are we going to at uh, sealed team Nats? Are we going to be playing JLU or Captain America? JLU. I think so too. I think uh, the days of HeroClix Wizkids being horribly stupid is gone. I. Uh... Yeah, well, I want to say yes. I mean, that's really dumb. That's uh, that that reeks back to anybody remember when they played the Hulk set? They're like, oh yeah, hey guys, we're all playing the Hulk set. It was like two sets ago, huh. and we're like okay. the Hulk set. It would be like if they we went to Worlds and they g- gave you Rebirth boosters. Oh my God! And you're just like what? Except well, so that's not, my like, that's my fun. worry. Is that if JLU is like Rebirth, then that's going to be just a boring Team Nats. Like, hopefully, not they... necessarily, Dan, because I can be like, oh, not, you have a Hawk Girl. I'm sorry, I have Hawk Girl 1075AD, <laughs> and that Hawk Girl, when playing against an Atom but having an adjacent Superman, can outwit your ability to live. <laughs> yeah, well, it does, it does add an element to it. I don't. I don't think it requires that kind of card to take away that ability. So, um, oh yeah. Um, I hope just that. Uh, well, I've heard. I, did anybody else hear that they might be doing like a whole brick for Team Sealed instead of six boosters? 
I feel like uh, I Howard something. Howard mentioned that last year. Um, that would, that would be cool. I would Why like not? that. For, it just adds so much consistency though to your. Oh, role. that would be. You're right. Right. Yeah. That's a that's, great idea. That yeah. is a great idea. I didn't realize downside, how good that was. Downsides obviously cost, but I mean, it it would add. It would be really cool just to just to know that you're gonna get like three super rares instead of six rares. And a prime or a chase, right? Right. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except when those uh, two rares are two 100-point whales. <laughs> they were two 50-point whales, sir. <laughs> no, I think you played them at 100, didn't you? Because you played... No, I played two 50-point whales, and I played Chrono, Chronos at 70, and I played something else. That was it. Was that it? Yeah, it was a 100, 170, I think. Maybe. Okay, maybe. maybe. I don't remember. I, I do hate when somebody has like three chases or something stupid and they're mixing them all up. That and then they win like, the whole event, yeah. You mean like the, the team Felboat <laughs> guys that played, that played uh, that pulled two Red Skulls last year? Or yeah. Howard's team that pulled six Super Rares in the chase? Yeah, that's right. They pulled six Super Rares in a chase. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is it is madness when that stuff happens. It right. Is. Uh, I and think they should go to a brick. Why a not? A brick would help a lot. It's it just, I think they'd be afraid that it would turn down, like, the attendance because of the cost. And people just play BRs, but I don't, I don't know. You just have to run it and see, I guess. I'm going to... I'm going to right now shoot a message to Kenny saying, this is, we think this is a good idea. Yes. Um, so, man, uh, so Scott, you, uh, you, you drew in the, uh, um, you have an aura that you gravitated in folks to ask questions tonight that have never asked questions before. Interesting. Uh, Scott, yeah. So Scott, they're probably not. going to be, uh, negative about me. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, some of them are. Scott Diagnostio, and I hate that I maybe just pronounce Scott's name all the time. Um, at high-level play, when you tend to run into the same players, how much of your mental game is playing against the team and how much is playing against the player, anticipating how you think they will react in certain situations, and are there hero clicks tells? I don't think there can be necessarily hero clicks tells. I have play, I do play people sometimes where I get the opinion that like this is a person that's going to forget about this. Uh, I just played last night. I was playing against somebody. He forgot about his retaliator. So I did something else the next turn that would have screwed me really badly. But I just got the sense that he forgot he was on the board. That kind of stuff. But, um, you know, everybody – I do know everybody uh, – there's different people. So, Dan, if I'm playing against you, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to play as fast as humanly possible, and I'm going to do a lot of tokens on the board so that I don't make a mistake. If I play, um, because I know you're not going to be like, uh, oh, Dan, I, I forgot to perplex that three rolls ago. It's cool, right? Dan, you're not going to you're not going to lose worlds because you're saying it's cool. Um, if I play George, I'm going to try to talk to him the whole time. Uh, because George plays incredibly well in his head. He's like a genius. Uh, but if you talk to him, he can't do that. Thank you. I needed to know that. Now I know to talk to George. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, But George will headphone you. <laughs> He'll be like, I love you, and then just headphone you, and never end. He won't talk back to you. And it will be the Joker Batman scenario that he loves to do to me when it's serious. Um <laughs> Uh, if I'm playing, um, certain people, I will play, uh, slower. 
uh, a little bit. I try not to play slow as a general because I am a slow player in general. Uh, just that's my, you know, I usually have so many options. And a lot of times if I haven't practiced, I usually go in this year is not going to be the case, but like the last two years I have gone in sometimes and I'm playing in nationals and it's the first time I put the team on the field, um, which is madness. I'm aware, but like, you know, I run a company and sometimes that stuff just happens. Um, so I try not to do that, but sometimes you're playing slower. It depends on what they're doing. But I will have a game plan. I'm trying to think of certain people I play differently. PJ is one of the most interesting people to play uh, because PJ almost won't let, won't let you make a mistake. Right. And he won't make a mistake either, but he will suggest bad ideas to you. He, so, I, he does that. I swear to God. PJ gets he, in my head when I play him. Yeah, so I will not take P, I, I will listen to all PJ's suggestions and then say, what happens if I do that? And ro- walk it out to his turn. Because usually about 80% of PJ's suggestions are terrible, and 20% will save your life, and it's a really weird combo. <laughs> um, I hate playing Matt. Matt is the hardest person to play, I think, in Hero Clicks. And Dan, I think you, I think, have you guys all played Matt Asperk before? Yeah. Nobody I in the played, world is harder to play than Hero uh, than him. I, I played, uh, I played Matt when we both had Nimrod. That's the only time I've ever played him. <laughs> That's that is the most Matt scenario possible too. <laughs> yeah, I played him in top four in Worlds. Yeah, um, yeah, you played him in top four in Worlds, and Matt's. Matt, now, he's very, very good. He's better when he's not playing in, like, a top two, top four. Uh, he's getting back to it now. But the thing about Matt is Matt, playing Matt is like playing somebody in poker who has unlimited money. What does that even mean? What it means is you're playing poker and you're like, I'll bet you this. And he's like, I don't care. Money is irrelevant to this situation. Uh, so you'll play and you play to win like that. I mean, inevitably, Dan, you play to win, right? Tyler, you play to win. Matt does not play to win here. No, 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 no. I would agree that I play like Matt. I sometimes you're close play, to Matt. Yes. I play to not lose. <laughs> Matt doesn't play to not lose either. Matt plays to roll off. <laughs> Which is not a He's thing. He's good at that. But you can't do that it's anymore. Uh, well, coast. Tyler, did you roll? What's the last <laughs> time you played Matt? Uh, well, that's what I'm else. saying. In, in uh, Swiss, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, you can't officially do that anymore. Oh, you know, that's the best part is that I'll make them sit there and do that for 50 minutes. Yeah, can, yeah, but you. Yeah, and that that's something that he will do, and I most people will crack. So Matt Matt will willpower you, and it's an incredible thing. He will play you in the most arbitrary way for thirty minutes, and then you'll come at him, being like, "Okay, I'll come at you," and then and then he'll be like, "Shoot you, run away," and you're like, "No!" <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have to really understand the out strategy. Matt's the one who invented, you know, the structural integrity field where he's inside a room and his kid flash runs out of the jail and hits something and runs back in and then never attacks again. And if yeah, you that's, get close enough to the flash, he rolls off. <laughs> that's, 
That's, I mean, all of it, he's been doing really well in the Majestic circuit, and I feel like all of his teams are like that. He yes. runs like full juggernaut really, and stuff like that. Really that. He's the best. We will just, we always just try to give him one figure if we can, because he's the best one figure player I know. Um, and I the exact opposite. So I'm terror. That's my, that's my least advantage. I need, I'm a war of attrition guy. You know, I'm good at like seven figures of mine died, but somehow I beat you with my pog and a healer. I like that. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Matt's the, uh, the only person in the world that is, 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 uh, Matt and, uh, Friedman are the only two people in the world that can play full uni. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Friedman. How do you guys play Friedman? I mean, normally he just sticks his hand out and says, Hey, good game before it even starts. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, does weird stuff. He makes weird <laughs> choices that you wouldn't assume. Um, uh, the only time I've ever played Freeman is when he was playing full uni and I lost because he was playing full uni and I did not have an answer to it. But yeah, I, uh, I, um, I think I've played Adam three times and I'm currently two and one versus Adam. It's pretty good. I don't have that kind of memory, but I played Adam quite a few times and... I I feel like sometimes he will if like I'm playing him in sealed and I have better team I feel like he will almost concede. Uh, yeah. But then other times if I'm playing him and he has a better team he will do some wacky stuff and he will tell me the probability of that and I'm like okay and sometimes that will beat beat him. Um, I think recently he's beaten me more though. He's not the person you play when you're cash. <laughs> no, not at all. So I think my only Heroclix tell that I have that I've ever seen is whenever Tyler doubles down on five-hour energies too quickly, and uh, he <laughs> he starts to day. he starts to smell sounds. <laughs> that was a fun day. And then you uh, you just you just kind of go <laughs> with your freaking, with your with your tokens. Yeah, well, I'd also do the clacking with my tokens. Yeah. Uh, typically, I do that whenever I want my opponent to hurry up, or I'm trying yeah. to not visit. I'm not trying to audibly express frustration. I do that too. Because I'm because uh, it's it has a past history of me not allowing not me not being allowed to express emotion. <laughs> so um, I express it through clacking tokens, uh, and that um, whenever you're on ten hours of energy, um, that can kind of get in your head. Ten hours of energy condensed into three hours. Yeah. Do you think tells um, matter in HeroClix? I don't. I don't think tells matter. Um, I don't. I don't think there is a tell. I, you just play the board. I think that you play players differently. So like, I'm a big proponent of matchups don't matter. You're playing the guy across the table. Like, mm-hmm. you, top players aren't going to lose to a bad matchup against a bad player. You could, top players are going to lose to top players. Um, the only person that I would say that I actually can sort of like, I know them enough to where like I can tell like not what they're going to do, but how they're going to play is Dan <laughs> because we play so much, man. I w- I'm jealous. I wish I played Dan so much. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I, like My, a lot I'll, of times when, when someone asked Dan what he would like, when you asked Dan what he was going to do, I knew exactly what he was going to do. Cause he did it to me 15 times to kill the whale. So like that, that uh, sort of thing. Man, I hope ID cards are gone soon. Dude, there's rumors that they could rotate. Uh, I have it on. I have it on 
I have many strong rumors as well that they will rotate or possibly just the, uh, you know, Batman ones may stay, which is right. ludicrous, but possible. Yeah. Which that's fine. If the Batman ones stay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah that, there's not enough in Batman where you're like, no. Yeah, because my, my girl Harley Quinn's going to rotate. Yeah, there'll be so one sad. Harley Quinn available. So this weekend we have a plan to pull together the po- the what is most likely our post-rotation meta boxes um, as our fun Saturday activity. Um, and I already pulled together all of the Jokers, Harleys, and Poison Ivies um, that are likely to be good enough to... <laughs> be called out so i'm already prepping for that situation yeah i like it yeah that's what a world imagine if they rotated all the ids like what man that's that would be insane yeah i would love that all right let's roll on to our next question um brian poland asked a question um are you gonna start uh start playing some more but you play all the time scott so i don't <laughs> uh yeah i mean brian knows me a little bit better than most people and honestly like pauper i didn't play a single pauper match um my life situation's changing a little bit and that's allowing me to play hero clicks at a sizable amount more and kind of pursue that activity and it's also not football season yeah that helps <laughs> how many so, how many fantasy things are you in every year Eight, uh, eight, eight, seven or seven's kind of my min. Eight is sometimes. I think I might have been in seven this year, and I was in the Super Bowl, and I think five of them. Wow. So I make, yeah, I make a sizable, uh, like, uh, I make a, I can pay for my hero clicks with fantasy football usually, (laughs) if not more. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I really, really do have an interest in doing the Vegas thing, and I might do that next year, The you know, going out to Vegas and starting to play with the pros. I will say, though, I've done some of the $500,000 buy-in leagues and gotten smoked. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. Um, yeah. So, wow. Well, we're, uh, I'm glad to see you more um, uh, visible. Yeah, I would love to play you, Dan, where I'm like, hey, Dan, let me tell you how my team works, as opposed to you saying, Scott, do you know that character doesn't have sidestep or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) I would love to not be looking at my own cards being like, you're kidding me. He can do that. Yeah, I think I think you might have all of Jason down after like two months of playing him. I I don't think so, man. There's going to be something else. There's going to be something else. I just played, and I forgot to roll the leadership. So there's so much with Jason. Jason is, I think, the closest to Super Scroll that we have had. Dad, because we've had Jakeem since Super Scroll. Um, yeah, Super Scroll had more options though. Jason has what is nearly an infinite amount of options. At yeah. least it feels like there is a there is a hundred different things you can do with Jason. And you're like, this is the best option this time, especially if he happens to have something like the spectral ring of the tank near him. Um, I mean, isn't just running eight up and attacking with chaos a reasonable idea half the time? Yeah, like it's so yeah. good. Like mm-hmm. or um, I played him Sugar, with yeah, Tri-Sentinel sorry. and you can just run up call out uh, the thing and barrier and then shoot him with tricentinal like that's yes really good too Mm -hmm. yeah infinite possibilities in every team i mean i can't tell you how much i love being like 
TK Vulture up eight, run Jason up eight, put make a chaos back of the board out of nowhere, like yeah. no effort. It was such line of fire precision when I was doing that with double astronomer. And now it's incredible. But yeah. I hope to play you one time, Dan, where I know how my team works in a similar way in which you know how your team works. I'll never probably get there because you will always have a live-in partner to play <laughs> with, and I do not have that. Well, I practice online a lot, too. Yeah, I'm that trying to do that more. And then, we practice, nearly, and then we practice nearly um, every week um, at our local event. So yeah. even, you know, I do the... Uh, I do the fun foul, fun foul, or fun funner foul thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and typically, even when we play larger events, uh, larger pointed events, it's just us trying out meta pieces that we want to play with later. Yeah. The, everything I do is trying to play out meta. I think Quake might be meta. I just want to say that out loud. I think she is that good. She is uh, really good. I, it, I it, haven't considered her in meta, though. Uh, she's sure as heck meta in Pauper. My God, she is good. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. It's tough, though. Like, you have to be like, uh, you, you, there's so much nonsense right now that you know, I'm like, Ultron's not good enough. So I can't say Quake is good enough. Quake <laughs> and Ultron are definitely on the same level, in my opinion. Well, so uh, this is this is always my advice with some of those things where it's, you know, if you can afford to get an Ultron now go ahead and get one because come July when the set's already out of print if something changes and Ultron becomes the thing well you already have the thing now in the situation where Quake's a 10 cent common well that's okay we'll just go ahead and get her while everybody's all cracking packs and you can probably get one from your buddy for free Mm -hmm. instead of trying to locate one later when Quake becomes the thing that's good advice i agree quake is oddly also not in my opinion from a guy who has opened i guess three and a half four cases because of all the seals i've done i would say that quake is one of the least distributed figures it is crazy how few quakes there are i don't i have i've never pulled a quake really you've never pulled a quake so, so let me say, I'm sorry, I've never pulled a Quake in Sealed. I, oh, okay. I have pulled a, I pulled a Quake when I just opened some bricks and Still stuff like that. Still very impressive, because you've opened up, like, like, what, a whole case? In I have, sealed? in Sealed, I have pulled two Chase Thors. Never pulled a <laughs> <case>. <laughs> wow. That's a thing. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 I had Quake on my, uh, one of my commons to take me to second place. She did work. Yeah, she's she's really good in sealed for sure. I think the thing most likely to go up is Jason because every single set that comes out, we're going to be like, that makes Jason better. Oh, look at that pog, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and so Jason's already up to like a hundred bucks. I think he's flirting yeah. at a hundred. Yeah, ninety nine dollars the best offer is what I'm looking at right now. I'm actually debating if I need to own three Jasons. There is a world where I think he's that good. Hmm. So in, it's and one it of feels like things. you should play Gene if you're playing two, that many that's, Jasons. That's but he's right. So yeah. Good. Yeah, that's gonna be the sad thing is that uh, you, I, my team, I'm not gonna be able to, I'm not gonna be able to justify myself to be able to play my four Gene team, just because I don't, I'm not gonna spend the money to do it. Yeah. 
That's a reasonable. That's a reasonable decision for a man with a child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where I could, but I'm not going to type thing. So but. sad. I think I traded my de- a second Deadpool duck for a Jason straight up. If anybody would do that, dude, I sold mine for I think I got 175 for him. Yeah, it's not bad. I traded my Deadpool for uh, one of my Deadpools for. Uh, an Ultron. Um, all right, so I, I have a two two Ultrons. I will trade somebody a uh, Jason for an Ultron. Look at me using your podcast for a trading form. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just post it on Facebook. They'll come for you. <laughs> They'll yeah. come for you. So, Mr. Solomon, Kane Garcia, um, who else in here? Um, and then I'm just going to go ahead and uh, add in Spencer White's question. So Jay Kane asked about Immortal Hulk. Spencer asked about me wanting to pick up an Ultra Chase Thanos. Um, so the answer to that question is um, I will need a second Ultra Chase Thanos uh, so me and Sam can both play him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also need to pick up like a second Black Adam at this point. Um But uh, Jay and Kane asked about Immortal Hulk, and Thanos is one of the things that can beat Immortal Hulk. That's true. Um, Well, he... Why? Why might one of them missing here? He he can outwit the stop click, so you can... You still have to kill him three times, but it's not nine. It turns into three attacks instead of nine attacks. Correct. So, like, the team that we're kind of spitballing around is, like, a Thanos Traitor, um, and then not playing a gem on the board. So, you... It depend, and also depends on if bounty cards retire. So, if bounty cards stay, then you play Thanos Traitor and something else. Um, then Thanos gets the power gem, range combat... Or you perplex him down... Outwit his defense, range combat expert killing him once, call out fast forces, Wolverine, flurry him twice, and then Immortal Hulk's dead. Wow. Yeah, I mean that could be Wow. Could be a thing. Yeah, um, so and you so that's a turn what I call turn zero. If Hulk comes into range, he's dead. Um so you could you can trade the gems and trader can start with any gem. So you just give Thanos the power gym or whatever you need for any other matchup is astronomer um, back out of tier one and thanos is chase thanos is back in is that kind of I, what's happening here i think thanos is in tier one i've always liked thanos but he's definitely on better he is it, it just, worse he is not great against the traitor astronomer matchup because astronomer team with gardeners is both getting map and not missing him much well That's so true. they're that's the thing that we haven't seen a lot of teams that are still good. Uh, Gardner and Kobic Trader. Um, but, you know, you also haven't seen like uh, Easton, you know, playing any WKOs either. Um, so, but like Kobic Trader and then the Gardeners, which is still good. I mean, they didn't errata Trader to make Gardner bad. <laughs> Um, so yeah Gardner's amazing 
He's yeah. 40, he's 50 points. Yeah. With problem. Yeah. And yeah, nobody uses him. Like I haven't seen one since Worlds. I don't think. Has did any of them? I didn't even see any played in WKOs. No. So yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think folks are trying new stuff currently. Uh, yeah. But true. as we as we round into Nats, uh, Gardner is still really good. Mm-hmm. Um. So like the um. Was it the two teams in top four, Dustin and uh, Roberts? Um, those right. teams are essentially good as is. Um, they lose unseen after rotation, but I mean they'll have unseen for Nats most likely. Right. Yeah. Um, can, can I make one more crazy pitch on my team? What if I took out a Jason and a Surter and put in Mortal Hulk, and I'm just playing the three best figures, and they don't have inter- any synergy whatsoever? Two of them have synergy. They do, yeah. and that's um, yeah. Mortal Hulk's how, Dan. How good do you think a Mortal Hulk is? So it depends. I'm still undecided on him, right? So like, I think for Tyler, like he just becomes an immediate autoplay. Like mm-hmm. he's just he's Tyler's type of piece. Um, yeah, fair. So because oh, Tyler's attacking, so good. <laughs> Well, it's the same idea. Then play them both, Tyler. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. So here's the thing is that your team makes a shit ton of attacks that could miss. Mm-hmm. Your team also gets takes a shit ton of attacks to kill. And then they're all mm-hmm. big. So Hulk's like, I see you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, we just play them both. Um, they fit in right in with your team, and you can still play your seals. Yeah. I just, I got it. I have to practice before Nats. I got to do something. Yeah. I got to figure it out. I like how you're acting like it's tomorrow. We have like three months. <laughs> Dude, that's, if you're not practicing yet, you're behind, man. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I'm definitely, you can mark my words, I'll be playing a Jason Wingard at, at Nationals. Okay. I don't I don't care what sure. comes out, but I will be playing a Jason Wingard. I'm practicing too hard with it. And I think the only reason you don't see him played a lot more is he's $100. And he breaks your brain playing him. <laughs> I don't know if I ever had a character just be like, am I supposed to mind control your whole team? Attack you for free with this character? I don't know what to do. Should I be making a pog? Should I free TK somebody else and attack you? And then, Yeah, he's he he is really he does so much. His his one downside, and it's not like super like he is squishy. That's that's the only downside. His shape change can save him sometimes. That's probably the best yeah. power for him that he would have at that point value. Yeah, but uh... unoutwittable shape change <laughs> is weird. Like it's a power that you're like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't outwit him. Like why? Yeah. So I guess there there will be a day where it matters, but not up until Nats. As long as I can say you need to pick stealth off of Cersei, I'll be fine. Uh, I mean, you know, there's tanks, there's demonics, there's ways around it. Yeah, so if I'm playing unthemed uh, Scott Crampton, he's playing a demonic ring, he is no longer have playing that demonic ring because hopefully I win map. That's true. If you're playing Scott Crampton, you'll win map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just saying. I'm just saying. Even if, if I play, <laughs> if I, if I play against, so it uh, Scott's had this argument where theme is irrelevant. So I, I would like to say, theme is relevant as long as the pieces 
always synergize together and they're not just there to be there and in the case of vulture it helps him equip better specifically yes. with the shield version but vulture is then it's just vulture if vulture if you could play, play like two vultures i'd be like play that team oh my god but like i i don't think that that shield vulture team is good enough to actually win a nationals um it it it's i agree to some extent other than pat would say that oh i played vulture um Sorry, I'm not saying Vulture isn't good enough. I'm saying that theme, like just because you go first. I mean, Jason, Jason, I'm like, okay, I'll put out eight squares of barrier. But you Uh, you say that, but as long as like it depends on the map. It all depends on the map that they put you on. It does. There is a level of it depends on the map, and there is a level of like I have a Surter and I can't protect him. Mm -hmm. Um, So you get the free charge. But every way I think of how he does it, like it's – he, I, I can't think of how what map you can be put on where you can't barrier up like three or four pieces. And so then, it all depends on your placement. So this is where like you need to start. This is where you're practicing now for Nats. Um, so the map that they should put a Jason team on if they win is uh, Genosha. Um, so the four by four starting area that doesn't get expanded is tough for um, a little bit tougher for barrier. Um, in that the giant reach gets to your big pieces uh, easily. It doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. So if there's any way that he can build up two charges, so a charge to bust a wall and then a charge to just come in there, um, and if you leave any hole. Uh, he can get into that hole and just attack from there. Yeah, I'm trying to. Look, I'm looking at Geno. Uh, I think I'm looking at Genosha right now. Let's see what is this? Nope. Mir- uh, map on the reverse is Genosha. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm looking at Mirror Island. Why aren't you showing me Genosha, you dumb jerk? I forgot about Mirror Island. That's a cool map. Yeah, Mirror Island's okay. really good. Okay, I, I have Genosha in front of me. So, I mean, like, if you're figuring it out right now, it's a good thing because you're not figuring it out in the middle of the tournament. Right. Yeah, I, I obviously putting. So let's see, if I have three characters, yeah, I can I can definitely protect a vulture, a vulture, uh, the two characters doing the barrier. I. I hmm. Yeah. No, I, I could. I guess it gives them that one square. I'm trying to think of how to. I think it's doable. It feels like you can put both Jasons on the. Are they mirrors or no? I, this is uninteresting radio. I'm sorry. <laughs> for instance, yeah. if you're in three and it's you go probably, up to the top, yeah, I think it's it probably is, it doable if you practice it. But it's probably not doable the day of. So just the yes. the thing is, look at it right now. Right, yeah. and, uh, and given that our like, question at hand is. And given that our question at hand is still Immortal Hulk. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Okay. So, like, so Tyler had asked me, so, like, do I think there's, there's a lot of ways around Immortal Hulk? Um, is there? It, it just, it, it just, yeah, barrier is important, right? So, like, my team, my uni team can outwit his uh, outwit his charge and then barrier him in after I kill the rest of the team. 
Um, yeah. And then I just win. I just lock you out of the game. Depending on the yeah. click number he's on, yeah. Uh, why? If you punch a wall... Because he's, he's not outwittable on some of his clicks. Um, yeah. So the assumption it, is that then he has, what, one free charge? So he charges the wall, calls out one thing, and Dan's kind of hurt a little bit, and then Dan goes back to burying him in, and he can't do that charge thing again. So yeah, he'll beat him. I, I think that's a... Yes, a Mortal Hulk has a huge number of problems. Uh, but he has also has a huge number of upsides. Yes, he does, and he's only 100 points. He is not your whole team. And it is really hard to figure out what to do with the Mortal Hulk. And the answer, 90, not, nine times out of ten, is ignore him. And that is an awful option. <laughs> yeah. Right, because once he, cause he can still get activated, right? It all depends on... Um, we, yeah, the force blast ring, right? That can just knock him into a wall, and he can just be activating turn one if you want. Or, or he just moves and then just pushes to call something out turn two. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It depends. Like I, I, I tend to side with. I, I really tried to make Mandarin a thing, and Mandarin's not a thing. It sucks. <laughs> Put Mandarin in him. I'm like, I'll activate him turn one and throw him out there. Yeah. I don't. I just when I whenever I played him, I just pulsated him with the storm that I called in. That's all I ever yeah. did. It's fair. It's a great idea. Yeah. So I mean, he's really good, um, but there's ways around him, right? So the the over under that you play right now is is the ways around him going to build up enough before Nats? And so it's it's a uh, I'd say it's a double line graph. How many ways around him, how good Tyler gets with Immortal Hulk? Which, <laughs> which, which line rises faster? Okay. And I know which, mon- uh, which line I would place my money on. He's so good. <laughs> I, uh, I have, yeah, I have – usually what I'm thinking about with Immortal Hulk is am I capable of killing everything else and then surviving in the meantime two call-ins while that's happening? And I don't, yeah, I that's don't know. Kind of what you have to I, do. I'm terrified of like, I'm terrified of your team, Tyler. That's why Vulture is on my team because I think it's one of, it's either that or can't die. Those are the only two options I can think oh. of against your monster team with Immortal Hulk. Vulture would be why Immortal Hulk is on my team. So yeah, but it's just there. my team versus Immortal Hulk and say your Immortal Hulk kills like a Jason or something like that, you know? Yeah. But I can get around. Uh, you don't have any retaliators, you know. That's not many... some whales. Yeah, the whales, I think man. you would. Yeah, I think you would probably have a whale and a mojo, or I don't know. I'm trying. I, I don't have it played out in my head to be honest, but you better. Yeah, I will love. <laughs> I'll, play, I'll play you. I'll play you, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yes. I need to start. Yeah, yes, you do. I'm behind. <sighs> and yeah. pack more than one map. Man, they just keep giving monsters stuff. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> they just keep doing it, man. Over and over. Every like monster. I don't think that there's much of a difference between monster ruler and cosmic and mystical right now. I don't think there's a clear number one generic theme anymore. No, I don't think there is either. But I think it's monster. Oh, okay. <laughs> I it's it's close. It's monster doesn't have the best support still. 
um, is the only thing holding it back. It doesn't have like your Alex Wilder or something, but it has. It just has really good pieces over and over again. Well, then, and if Mystical beats Monster on map and takes it to Ancient Hold, and it kills all of its retail, and there's nothing you can do about it. That is sad. Um, that, is, that, that is most likely true as well. Uh, I mean, if they how, how does that work, Dan? Just walk that through. Uh, so they move halfway up the map, and just one... They're safe behind a wall. More specifically, they're one square outside of a whale. Sidestep, move six, break all the walls, giant reach three. So eight eight and 11, so they're 13 squares uh, from their side of the starting area. And then they walk the rest of the way, blow up all the blocking within three. Because they try sentinels fly, so they're not worried about whales stopping them. The only thing they would be worried about is carnage's plasticity. Yeah. Um, so they walk up, sidestep, walk up nine, um, activate retail, and uh, blow up all the squares of blocking, um, and then all of the retail in the back row dies because there's no way to not touch blocking on that map. Right. Uh, with the monsters team. Mm. It's good. No, it's not. It's bad, Scott. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not Tyler. Uh, your team is over. Dan just solved your team. You're done. No, it's. I mean, they might go go to a four Minotaur team with two Dario's and just go with that. Well, it depends. Like it doesn't make it bad. It's just a potential matchup to think about. Yeah. Um, so with a Mortal Hulk, he might have a play uh, to get him out there and maybe call it Iceman. You know, it all depends um, on placement. But if Tyler's playing a little bit more hardy version of the team, say with Whale, um, Mortal Hulk, and Mojo, then it likely survived the mystical uh, retail exploit. Um, and then it calls out Iceman and, and just probably wins from there. Iceman is good. Mortal Hulk is good. Yeah. Accurate. I just, I just, he just is. I'm a, yeah. I like hero clicks. I say words. <laughs> yes. All, all three of those statements are accurate. I think that's, uh, that's pretty much what every podcast is. Yeah. Um, so, so Jay asked which theme is better, and I don't know if I have. I think we've proven that all three types could be good enough. Yeah, I, I really don't think that there's a. Just those four are all real good. Agreed. Because I mean, even and like, yeah, because <laughs> even like Magneto, like I think the Cap version, I like the Cap version with Hulk. Oh, uh, Nate's team? No, not Nate's team. Cap um, version. What are you talking the, about? Burn to Nate. <laughs> burn to Nate, right there. Subtle burn, Nate. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Nate, congratulations for winning our WKO. I, I, I don't have a fantastic opinion of your team, but whatever. Really? I never Me do. either, man. I you, really don't either. I've heard this it, from other it, people, too. I like Nate's that. a great player. I hate yeah. that team. You hate it? No, man, I, I I, I'm moving to hating it. I, I uh, hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't think it's good. You're playing, uh, you're playing Steve Rogers to get, so that you can force get a plus four theme team. It's so insane. But you get props. 
Imagine if you like, imagine playing, like, when does it become insane to you? I played theme Steve Rogers and now I have a plus three. <laughs> like, it's definitely yeah, so, insane to get theme team because that's probs. And so it's, it's one of those things where Nate uh, was probably the best player at the WKO that day. Nate, Nate is often the best player at WKO this that day. Because Tyler was playing Hellfire Club and shouldn't have been. Yeah. How did you do it, Hellfire? You, you had, oh, uh, let's, not, let's not talk about this again. Okay, whatever. So, we're it not. So I did not do it's, good. The Undying version I like is the one with um, Gauntlet Captain America. Really? Yeah. So huh. that Peggy... Peggy comes out at her full 50. Um, I mean, Gauntlet Cap's not bad. You, you're going to take, yeah, you have to take a lot of turns. Windigo is kind of stop that strategy a little bit more, but yeah. But Windigo is making me nervous about can't die. That's really what it comes Captain out. America, so as long as you have something that can call Iceman, because if they're yeah. taking, if, if their Windigos are taking you to Ancient Hold, then they have a really hard time being able to Wendigo you. Yeah, charge them. Uh, um, stop versus, making sense with Hero Clicks, Dan. Versus, You're making me feel dumb. Versus if they're able to Wendigo you, you are likely going to be able to get your Iceman off first. With the, before they kill him, yeah, probably. Before, before they kill Captain America. Because he does have Imperv, he does have 19 defense. Um, he can free Barrier. He can free barrier, but he can also, if you start him with the other gauntlet, you can also take a risk and maybe even pick like a defensive power, like super senses or something. Yeah. Okay. Who, who was sitting around and was like, you know what we should do? Make these colossals better. They should be able to heal beyond their starting areas. And be 15 points. I, I, one thing that's really bad is Dark Phoenix versus uh, Jason. Uh, I got a, he healed plus eight against me. <laughs> he killed all your pogs. He killed every pog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. That, that that's attack. why I like her. Man. Yeah, yep. that's cool. It's that a piece. thing. It is a thing. So I think our answer to those guys' questions is, uh, Immortal Hulk's only one third of your team. Play all of them. Play all the Immortal Hulk. Just be aware that he can be played around. But not by much, man. Yeah, he's good. So, quick side note. Uh, yesterday, I did something I never thought I did would do. I TK'd attacked somebody to move them so I could place them next to my own 25-point Phoenix to poison them. <laughs> I've never thought of doing that, and I came up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just healed my Phoenix. That's fantastic. Uh, Phoenix doesn't heal that way. Yeah, Phoenix can't heal past her stop click. Yeah. What? I thought she could heal with poison. Nope. No, everybody assumes that she could, but she can't. Just, it, it says she heals when she poisons, but it doesn't say she can heal past her starting line. Right. Oh, well, good to know I cheated. Sorry, yeah. Max. <laughs> a lot of people did. I, they, a lot of people thought that when she came out. Yeah, the uncommon ones can't heal past their starting lines. The rare ones can. Good memory uh, for that. Sorry, condition. Max. I don't know if that mattered, but... <laughs> yeah. It was still a cool play. Good I was job. so proud. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So, 
Uh, let's round out a couple of questions. Steven Swooner uh, wonders if Possessor is a good hard counter to Immortal Hulk. And I would say that Possessor is still not so great in other matchups, so probably not. Um, I mean, yeah, you could just you could just play 90, for ninety-five points. You get to outwit that. I mean, you could play Ultra Chase Thanos. I, I would if if the silver bullet to your team is five points less than the better figure that could be needing a silver bullet, you should play the better figure. I'd just say Immortal Hulk is a good counter to Immortal Hulk. Yeah, right. And he is. That is true. That's true. Um, uh, PJ Bolin um just wants to know if you're on here just to learn from a better host. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Confirm. Hey, no problem. I'm learning a lot from Tyler. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, all right, so let's uh, – we got two more, three more questions. Um, so Nathan Deal wants to know what meta team should he pick up and play without tons of practice for his local rock states? I think like Lockjaw and Unimine, really a no practice team there. <laughs> Um, would, would not recommend that for a no yeah. team. That's a full a ultra or full Unimind is still really good. Like it's it's still really good. Uh, full Unimind. Uh, I would say like a Mortal Hulk, uh, Daredevil, Magneto, Sabretooth kind of thing. Something I, in that realm. I think Nate's team is really good to pick up and play. It's pretty simple. Yeah, Nate's team's really straightforward to play. Um, Chase Banner's Black Adam. It takes a lot of practice, and Denny's a very good player. Very, very good. But um, it is two figures. It is two figures. Um, but yeah, you need like the, the Danger Room guys with a Mortal Hulk and a Daredevil is pretty cheap team to get into. That's true, too. And, you know, it's pretty dang good. It's the thing is, like, if you don't have a lot of practice or you're coming back into competitive at States... What you want to think about is teams that are forgiving with placement mistakes. Right. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm just going to say, I like Nate's team for that. I think it's a really good new player team. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We answered Jeff's question at the beginning of the show. Uh, McConnell Lamar, do we think Industrial Spy and Maria Hill will see competitive play? Uh, Pauper Industrial Spy, yes. Really? Uh, I've seen it played now four times out of like four turn games. So it will see some play. I don't think he's that good, but people like him. Yeah, I w- Popper, he's good. I would have said no to Industrial Spy. Um, people will probably try Maria Hill. Um she has a unique thing that's kind of cool. It just shuts yeah. somebody down. Yeah, Maria. So, it's, the combo is Maria Hill, uh, Moonstone with the optional trait, and Kobic. That is pretty cool. How, how does that combo work? So Moonstone. So let me just pull up the two things here. So it's more of the combination of uh, Moonstone and Maria Hill together. Um, Moonstone can. Uh, target character friendly for 50 points, 45 plus 5, can target um, friendly characters of 100 points or less with the Thunderbolts keyword that aren't named Baron Zemo with mind control. 
Uh, she's got a 10 attack, but you can play a bunch of, um, you know, other perplexes to go with her. And I think they're actually inducting her into the S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy um, on this team. So you're playing the S.H.I.E.L.D. perplex guys. And Maria Hill has um, mind control once per turn when a friendly character uses mind control to target a character that hasn't been damaged this turn after resolutions that target character can't make attacks or be attacked until your next turn. So you're making Kobik a unattackable, um, an unattackable um, character. Figure. Yeah, yeah, battery, right? So the shield diplomat gets. Um, so you start out with a ten and an eight, and then shield diplomat uh, defends her down to an eighteen, and then you perplex down her defense, uh, so she can't be attacked. How does um, she attack? How how does is a uh, so Kobik's a thunderbolt. Kobik yeah. is a thunderbolt. Kobik has crazy, uh, crazy, crazy keywords. She does. So what about Maria Hill with like? What about like the three? So let's go post rotation. Pretend ID cards aren't a thing anymore. Isn't there an argument to be made that like two or three Maria Hills are deadly? Let's just. I'll build a stupid team and say like Maria Hill, Maria Hill and um onslaught and he free mind controls two of the characters can't attack him free mind controls three characters uh yeah he can but two of them so once per turn a friendly character is mind control target character that has been damaged after resolution that target character can't make attacks so like basically two of those characters because you have two maria hills that he targets can't do anything and they can't call an id card because they don't exist yeah, I mean, that could be. Um, I like that we can do stuff like that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, maybe, possibly, if they rotate. Um, I, I like... don't know if I like that we can do stuff like that now. <laughs> that might be like, oh, you're playing a three-figure team? Well, I guess you'll never win. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, but there was, I mean, there's been pieces that they put out that, like, shut people down or, like, decrease their stats by, like, so much. And it, they've just been useless because you can just call stuff in. Um, right. So what you have to remember is that, like, even in this particular part of the game is Kobik not being able to be attacked is a big deal. Yeah. Because uh, you're not you're not calling out Cyclops and, you know, shooting her for six. Um, Beasting or something. Right. Quaking her off elevation or whatever. Um, yeah, I like Maria Hill with uh, Red Skull. Red Skull's cool. What's Red Skull doing here? The Chase Red Skull. He, he can oh, roll God. leadership, and if he succeeds, he gets the mind control. He gets to remove a token from an enemy, and then he can mind control them regardless of range or line of fire. So you'd almost have to kind of double down on that and do like Red and do Wesley Crusher at 25 points to maybe be able to re-roll your leadership, I guess. Yeah, or the sure. new map bonus from Fantastic Four. Could make sure you succeed automatically. Yeah. Neat. It is neat. Thank you, Scott. Tyler's <laughs> gonna play Red Skull one day. It's gonna happen. One day. So um let's see. So there's a couple of questions for you, Scott. Um, sorry. Joe that's fine. Joe G. Gutierrez asked, uh, I don't know about baseball, so which members of the initial Heroclix Hall of Fame class correspond to which member of the Original Hall of Fame class of baseball. Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, Christy Matheson, and Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner. 
Uh, I okay. I don't, I don't I know baseball. One of those person. Yeah. All right. So there's only three people. Uh, I think Daniel uh, that I can mention, and then I know the other two, but I can't do it yet. I've made a promise. Coward. I am a coward. All right. Fine. Congratulations, Dan and Tyler. <laughs> Welcome to the Heroes Hall of Fame. Uh, you are both Honus Wagner. <laughs> um, Not a bad thing. So, I would probably uh, I would probably say of the people inducted right now, I'd probably say that uh, George is Ty Cobb because Ty Cobb was the real deal player um, and just like the clearly the best player. Um, Honus Wagner, let's put that as Daniel Jones because I'm frankly don't know who Christy Mathers and Walter Johnson is, and I think I'd probably be the Babe Ruth who's pretty much famous for being kind of fat and calling a few shots that he occasionally hit. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I wish yeah. I knew what any of that meant. Yeah. Babe Ruth's fat. Well, yeah, I knew that part. It's a candy bar. Yeah, he's a candy bar. Um, so, John Eric Hafford says, when can we expect a roast of Scott Crampton now that he has been abducted, being Kevin, bring Kevin Afruz out of retirement? So, I will announce this. Hypothetically, Kevin Afruz is going to be on our 100th episode, which is coming up in, like, oh, maybe a month or something like that. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. George has also agreed. I don't know how I'm going to pull that together, and I'm going to either have to call Kevin and have his butler bring him through or call Kevin and see if I can see get if he gets cell phone, phone service. <laughs> yeah. See if we can get a pay phone. <laughs> cold mean streets of San Francisco. Um, I would, I mean, Scott gets roasted every show he does. So <laughs> I, I, get roasted. I mean, that's fair. I don't know if you've ever listened to him, but I think that's pretty accurate. I do. I was, uh, I'm getting did mildly roasted the... on your show. Did you post the one where you reviewed my team yet? Uh, so I'm going to try to race you and edit that, but I have a <laughs> wedding tomorrow. So I'm not sure when this episode's going up, but likely it will be up on Sunday. Uh, so. I'm going to do mine probably first thing in the morning. Ah! Uh, once again, you beat me, Dan. It'll be close. It depends on when people listen to stuff. I've, I've never beaten you, Scott. I've only played you once. Really? Uh, see, I don't remember stuff like that. I remember being scared to play you. And I remember that I probably shouldn't have beaten you, which is often true. I think the most embarrassing was PJ because he had played his team forever at The Rock. I was literally walking through and reading my own cards, and I beat him. Uh, was that this last Rock? Uh, Yes. I think it might. No, not the last Rock. I was oh, not yeah, at Oh, yeah, it was 2018. Rock. You're right. 2018 Rock. That was the mo- that was top two most unprepared I've ever been in my life. At Wait, a minute, was this the one? Like, did you go to the one? It was at the one at Lucky Dice or the one in Atlanta? Uh, yeah, like, one the in one Lucky that you Dice. won in 2018. Yeah, the one that was was the one you won in 2018. Oh, so you beat you had you had beat the you beat the Starro team then because that's what PJ was playing. I guess I did. I don't remember, but I did beat him. Yeah. Um, I I do remember embarrassingly losing to Lane on a map I had literally never seen with my eyes. It was, was like it the, some. Was it the park? Yeah, and I almost won too. It was crazy. I pulled off this crazy thing that he's like, "Yup, I guess that is possible." I remember him <laughs> saying that, and he's like, "Okay." 
And then, like, I needed, like, a seven, and I had, like, a chance, one chance, and he had no chances, and I just missed, and that was for the game. And I surprised him, but then I just got annihilated out of my shorts <laughs> after that. But I did okay. surprise him, and that meant something to me, because Lane was so much more prepared. Is he still playing? No. no. So Lane, Lane and Mike are currently on hiatus. That's so sad. Oh, I was kidding. I'm pretty sure Lane saving our country from the coronavirus somewhere, like by Something actually, like by actually shooting it with a gun. <laughs> um, He's doing his damnedest. Yeah, by by what I mean is I had I have absolutely no idea what Lane does in the military, but uh, I think he's doing that right now. Okay. Um, I heard he was the person that had to remove viruses that people got on their computer because of pornography. That's what I heard. That's what he told me. Uh, so he's the IT guy for the military. Yeah, I think he shoots it with a gun, though. <laughs> he shoots it with a gun. That's correct. He shoots yes. it with a gun. So uh, Scott Crampton has this question for Scott. Most people say that you're as smart as you are handsome, but are you as actually as handsome as you are smart? Well, that is a great question, Scott Crampton. Uh, <laughs> the answer is really it's a paradox. And it can never be truly decided. There will be hundreds of people that believe one or the other, but it will have to be left for a mystery. Only God can know, really. The funny thing is it doesn't act. The statement doesn't actually say that you're handsome or smart. <laughs> <That's> correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody wouldn't notice that. When Dan read it out loud, I'm like, oh, shoot. This is actually a compliment. Yeah. I'm accidentally burning myself. <laughs> But um, it's hard to tell if I'm as smart as I am handsome, probably, <laughs> and that's sad. <laughs> I've, been, no. I've I've lost about thirty pounds, so I'm I'm trying to out handsome my smart right now. Yeah, that's good. Do you feel better? Yeah, man. I went on keto, and that was actually um, I want to do a fast shout out to um, I forget his last name. Him, um. But uh, somebody at HeroClix is actually the person that's been helping me with that, and I am a dick and blanking. Oh, my God, I'm the worst. That works at HeroClix? No, no, no. Uh, He lost a ton of weight, and then he helped me. I'm like, what did you do, man? He's like, I did keto, and I tried everything, but apparently carbs. Carbs have been what's killing me. Yeah, I've heard really Uh, good things about keto. Yeah, John Burgess. Thank you, John. Uh, he answered about 150 questions of mine. He's a great hero player, and I uh, thought he was amazing. So thank you, John. Mm-hmm. And I apologize for likely butchering your name. Nope, that's John. John's a, John's a nice guy. Yeah, he's great. He lost a ton of weight. He's been on it for like a year, but I always thought it was something else. I quit sugar. I worked out every day. Never lost any weight. Quit carbs or cut down on carbs. Lost a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Yeah, so my work, my work lost like 80 pounds so far doing it. Yeah. It's not that bad. I, I recently made something where bacon was my bread. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I know. <laughs> no, I had them melt like a, I, I have a, at HeroClix, there's a restaurant that attaches to it that's also part of the uh, – thing at the gamers wharf and they'll make me a salad and then i ask them to make me a pizza on the salad so they'll put like the melt pepperoni and cheese and put it on the salad god damn this sounds like a diet it is you just cut bread 
crackers, cereal, and then sugar. Yep. Having a sugar is a lot of carbs, but it's not that bad. And, and I'm glad uh, we could do this dieting show, Daniel. I'm glad you invited me on my, your dieting podcast and I can help out no, with this. I, I followed something similar. Weight Watchers is pretty close to that. So. It is. Um, Weight Watchers you're, uh, is great. You're, you're no longer allowed to trust your farts. <laughs> Good to yeah. know. That's fair. Yeah. That's, a, that's real. It is very real. Yeah. All right. So on that bombshell, let's uh, wrap up the show today with uh, some final thoughts. So what's your final thoughts today, Scott? Um, My final thoughts is I have no idea how to beat you. (laughs) I was trying to think of that. This This whole show he's been trying to think of how to beat you. Well, no, I'm like, yeah, I'll just surrender you. And I'm like, no, you'll never let that happen. And then I got depressed and I'm like, is surrender <laughs> just for idiots? Maybe you're right. God, is I hope there a retaliators just for idiots? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you ever get a retaliator off, Tyler? Is uh, that a crap? Yeah, every once in a while. I hate that yeah. that's the answer. But uh, <laughs> that's because he also plays like 28 of them. Right. <laughs> So unless you kill all of the retaliators on turn two, you're getting retaliated on. Yeah. Or you just, you know, hope Tyler rolls terrible and you just mind control his whole team to kill itself. Yeah. Yeah. Also happens. an option. People, except, when he, except when he plays Immortal Hulk. <laughs> People crit miss a lot when they mind control my stuff, and it really pisses me off. That's like my number yeah. one trigger when, whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. I love that. What's your final thoughts, Tyler? Um, start practicing for Nats, because if you haven't yet, you're behind. You gotta every like there's so many scenarios. You just it's not even like a ton, but just like sit, sitting down for ten minutes and being like, if someone plays this map or this team against me, what what am I gonna do to open up? That way you don't have to think about it as it happens. And then you're all flustered and you mess up your first turn, which is the most important turn. So just like, just look at the popular things. Just go over it for like 10 minutes, what you're going to do with it. Just to, just to have at least thought about it. Every day. Um, you could do it every day for the biggest effect. I would say you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes every day. Oh, okay, 10 minutes every day. That's a good D- thing. Devote 10 minutes every day to something you have not looked at in HeroClix yet. Yeah, that's a good tip. I mean, yes, that's what I meant. Of course, of course. So, um, well, thanks everybody for listening to Click Stuff today. Thanks for being on today, Scott. Uh, glad Yay. to have you. Thanks for and, having uh, me. This is fun. Yeah, this yeah. Is a good one. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll talk to y'all next time. See you. Bye.